Okay, welcome into The Buckin' Over, episode 17. Coming into today, our daily overs, 5, 9, and 2. Season win total up to 8 wins out of 65. Today's episode, we have Game 1 Pirates Brewers recap. Over-under was at 7 runs. Mitch Keller and Brandon Woodruff on the bump. Big Willie style. Willie Adamas had himself a day. Couldn't be stopped. Um, mainly because the wrong bullpen showed up. That bullpen that we saw all weekend, not today. Had a problem with runners in scoring position, and we have a little segment special for today. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Pirates. Jack Zawinski, Bo Solzer, Marcano makes his debut for the Pirates. All of that and more coming up on this episode of The Bucking Over. Attendance was around 8,500, but if you watched on TV, it looked closer to 1,500. Uh, I saw a lot, a lot, a lot of empty seats, but you know, it's a Tuesday. It's early in the season. It was a little chilly today. I think we got down into the 40s, so I don't blame Bucko Nation for not getting out to the game today, but we did have a game played anyway, so let's get into it. Uh, first inning woes, Mitch Keller, oh, they're back. Willie Adamas hit a home run, scores Colton Wong, 2-0 right out the gate. Bottom of the second, though, Perez double home Newman, made it 2-1. Then Mitch Keller settled down, um, got through the next couple innings, top of the fifth. Willie Adamas shows up again, doubles home Kane and Wong, and that made the score 4-1. That pulled Mitch Keller, brought in Aaron Fletcher. Aaron Fletcher got out of the inning just fine. Bottom of the fifth, Ben Gamble doubled home Vogelback, 4-2, and then Newman singled up the middle. Hayes and Gamble score, 4-4, and that was the bucking over in the fifth inning. Seven runs seemed easy, and it was. We got eight runs in the fifth inning, thanks to Kevin Newman, who had a nice hot bat. Had a little bit of a groin problem, though, so they pulled him out, um, which was a shame because he was 2-3 for three and he was looking looking good at the plate. Um, then Derek Shelton leaves in Fletcher in the top of the sixth for some reason, has this awesome bullpen to use and he leaves in Fletcher and it's not like it's been a big stretch. They just had a day off yesterday. So you have all these fresh arms ready to go tie game. Tyrone Taylor triples, Rowdy Tellez scores five, four Navarez singles scores, Taylor six, four. Nope. That's Aaron Fletcher. He's out. But you're still thinking, you know, if you keep the score within two runs, you got a chance, right? Heath Hembry comes in. Wong singles home Navarez, 7-4. Willie Adamas, again, home run. Jace Peterson and Colton Wong score. It's now 10-4. And that was it for Hembry. Just, I mean, when Willie, I say Willie Adamas had a day, he had a day. Uh, bottom of the fifth, Michael Chavis, who was in for Van Meter, who stunk. Um, hit a sack fly that scored Hayes 10 to 5. Uh, and then the bottom of the eighth, 
Um, Sawinski, who got on on a fielding error, scored on a Vogelback ground out, and that made it 10-6. to uh, Hayes, sack fly, scored Marcano, who I believe that was the inning he had his double. So it's 10-7. to So now you're thinking, okay, baseball's nine innings, 27 outs. We haven't gotten 27 outs yet. Let's keep it going. Top of the ninth, though. Had Chavis at third for some reason. I'm not really sure why, but threw the ball way over the first baseman's head. That allowed uh, Taylor to reach. Yelich scores 11-7. to And then a Navar- uh, Navaez single scored McCutcheon. Um, but on that same play, Rowdy Tellez was rounding, throw- rounding third, and he was thrown out on a really nice throw by uh, Marcano. So that's 12-7 to going to the bottom of the ninth. Um, then Roberto Perez grounds into a force out. Yoshi scores. It's 12 to eight. So now Brewers are sweating. They bring in Hader cause you got men on 12 to eight, a home run keeps it within run. And Hader, unfortunately closed the door and that was it for the game. 12 to eight was the final bucking over cleared by both Willie Adamas and the Pirates. So if, you know, at the beginning of the game, I would have told you the Pirates by themselves would hit the over. I feel like you take that every time. It was just unfortunate that, you know, the bullpen kind of let them down a little bit. Mitch Keller had a very average day. But, you know, that's baseball. At least there were some runs. It was a little bit exciting to watch. Um, let's break it down a little bit. Willie Adamas, big day, big, big day. Four for five, seven RBIs, two home runs and a double. Just, I mean, he was on fire. For a guy that's hitting barely over 200, absolutely monster day. Um, Brandon Woodruff, his changeup, nasty. A lot of swings and misses on that. Out of the zone, in the zone, doesn't matter. He That changeup is just darts down. Andrew McCutcheon had a stolen base. Funny he would get it in PNC Park because with that stolen base, gives him 200 for his career, and he's only the second active player with 200 plus home runs and 200 plus stolen bases. The other player being Mike Trout. So pretty impressive company to be in for Andrew McCutcheon. He's had a great career and it was nice for him to hit that milestone in PNC Park where he started everything. Kind of one of those little, I don't know, I call it a little wink from the baseball gods. Hey, we're still here. We let him get it at the place of PNC Park. So they line things up for us sometimes, the baseball gods do. Moving over to the Pirates, I mean, Mitch Keller is who he is at this point. I think if you are if you want him to have a big Cy Young year, I don't think that's going to happen. He is going to have a good start here and there, mostly average starts and a few bad ones. I think he's can develop into, I mean, I don't know if develop's even the right word. I mean, he's been pitching for a little while now, but a solid number three, you know, good starts against bad teams. Good teams can make him look bad. And I don't know. They need starting pitching. And Mitch Keller, I think, is, you know who he is. And I think there's something in that to know who you have. Um, the wrong bullpen showed up. Like I said, Fletcher and Hempery. When you have Will Crow, David Bednar, you know, Dylan Peters absolutely lights out and dominating. And then you leave Fletcher in for a second inning. I don't think Fletcher's a two-inning guy. I think you bring him in for an out or two. Or if you want to give him a full inning, that's fine. But two innings, I don't think that's his game. I don't think that's where he is going to – his rut or whatever you want to call it. That's not his lane. 
And Hembry, he, you know, I think he's up and down. He can have good start, or he can have good outings. He could have bad outings. Hembry's going to be, you know, he'll be a, he'll be a roller coaster to watch all season long. Um, the risp runners in scoring position today, not great. I mean, this I I want to highlight this because this is the kind of stuff that the Pirates need to get good at. You're two for fourteen with runners in scoring position. Yoshi Sutsugo, seven left on base, seven. And that's your four-hole hitter batting 192. I'm not saying you need him to take him out of the lineup. I do think you need to get him out of the cleanup spot. I don't think he needs to be in there anymore. Put him in the sixth or seventh hole. You know, if you want to put him, I don't know. I know they're putting their best players in the two-hole, but you got to get him out of the cleanup. Because when you're leaving seven guys on base, and it's one game, it's early, yada, yada. But he's batting 192. It's been now, what, 17 games? He doesn't need to be in the four hole anymore. He needs to be six or seven spot for a couple games. And if he gets hot, then you move him back in. But his power, whatever he did that last week or two or three or that last month to get himself a contract, that went away. Um, moving on from that, let's get into a little bit of positive news. Uh, a little welcome to the show segment. Uh, Jack Sawinski. Welcome up. He, um, I, this stuff always blows my mind. You're in Altoona, double A ball. You get the call. Hey, grab Marcano. You guys are coming over to Pittsburgh. So you're batting, you're playing in front of two to 3,000 people in double A, and you come over to the majors. You step on the fine grass, the better dirt, better clubhouse, and there's less fans. But that's, you know, only that's a Pittsburgh unique thing. But to come from double A, and then to jump into the show, and it's got to be surreal. There will be memes, I'm sure, when you see Sawinski getting ready for his first at bat. He kind of had the wide eyes, and he was kind of breathing heavy and like, take a deep breath. Oh, okay, let it out. He did He did all right. He made some contact. He got on base in the eighth on an error, and he was able. He scored in the eighth. And in the ninth, you know, he got his second chance. Another little nod from the baseball gods. Hey, we're going to let people... You know, walk, get on base, so you have another chance. He slapped a single on the first pitch, and it had to be feel so good for him to get that out of the way and, you know, go in the record books as being a part of the show. Um, Marcano made his debut for the Pirates. He already played for the Padres last season, but this was his team debut. Uh, he came in, uh, pinch hit, and for, um, I forget who he came in for. He ended up playing left field. Gamble went to center. Um, but he had a double, a nice, uh, solid double. And then he also had that nice defensive play from left field to get to, uh, Rowdy Tellez at home. So a really solid first game for Marcano, you know, debuting. These guys came over because Brian Reynolds and Cole Tucker are on the COVID-19 sick list, whatever that is. Um, some kind of, you know, if you have symptoms, they put you on this COVID list. And so these guys got caught up and they... Yeah, they produced. They got a couple of hits. Nice. Nothing, you know. As if you go on Twitter, Cole Tucker, that's better than what he would do. But Cole Tucker is what it is. But the star of the show for the Welcome to the Show segment was Salzer. Bo Salzer, two and two-thirds innings, four Ks, a walk, no earned runs. Um, there were a couple runs that were accredited to him, or he was responsible for, but there was a throwing error, so they weren't earned runs. Um, but he looked... 
he looked good. Struck out McCutcheon, his very first batter. Um, first pirate to do that since 1970, I believe they said on the broadcast. And he, it was great. You know, I love seeing these moments. The family in the stands cheering him on. There's like 500 people in the stands, so you can hear him across the park. And he came in, and I thought it was going to be a one-inning deal, a two-inning deal. He did three innings, well, two and two-thirds. He couldn't get that last out. But, I mean, he looked really good in his first pitching debut for the Pirates. It was really nice to see um, that coming up for him. Also, with that little bit of – the crowd was so small. Just as a little – I have wrote a little note here, a little sidebar. The crowd was so small. We didn't get any woos. We didn't get any whistles. It was crazy. Usually you get the woo people out about the eighth inning, but, you know, that's baseball. It was kind of fun. Also, one little last last little note. Hader was in, two people on, and they started doing the Cueto chant for Hader. And he had two balls, two balls and a strike. And you're like, man, could this really happen? Marcano was at the plate, and you're like, could this really and that's what I love about baseball. It's what everybody who watches baseball and likes baseball loves about it is that you get a hit, you get a walk, you blue point, you just you keep the train moving, and a four-run lead can evaporate with only one out. You just never know. Is it probably going to happen? No. But you never know if it could happen, and that's why you watch. Pirates 8-9, and nine, daily overs up to 6, 9-2 and two on the year. Tomorrow we got Game 2, Pirates-Brewers. Night game, Aaron Ashby, 23-year-old, 0-2, 13 strikeouts over 11 in the third inning. Bryce Wilson for the Pirates, 24-year-old, 0-0, has yet to record a win or loss because I don't think he's gone more than three innings in any of his starts. He has six strikeouts over 11 in the third. Over-under, as it sits now, is 7.5. Yeah, we'll be betting the over like we do every game. 7.5 is a nice, juicy number, especially when you have Bryce Wilson and Aaron Ashby on the mound. I like that number a lot. I'm also keeping an eye on Arizona. They're a late game today. Let's see what they're at right now. It's still 3-3 in the bottom of the six at the time of this recording. If Arizona wins tonight, I'll be betting the money line against the Dodgers following the bad teams win two in a row rule. So a little, little sprinkle there for you at the tail end. A little reward for you for listening to the whole thing. Uh, baseball, every day. We're back at it tomorrow. Nice to have a day off yesterday, but we got the over today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Let's get a bucko win. This was the bucket over. Enjoying the Buck and Over content? Be sure to follow me over at Twitter at Buck and Over, TikTok at The Buck and Over, and on YouTube, The Buck and Over, to follow along with your buckos all year long. <laughs>